Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. It is March the 2nd. 2015, and we are continuing our Cash In on Deck Collectors training call with Charlie Duarte. So, uh, Charlie, hey, welcome. Uh, glad to have you here. What have we got in store for us tonight? Tonight, we're going to go over, give you a fast overview of the process. That way, you go through the points. And it's very simple, okay? There's like three or four points that you go into. Okay? We'll go in. Um, you know, most of the time it's just trying to get the evidence and such. So what we're going to do is go through the evidence. We're going to go through your evidence, get the calls, okay? And that comes into uh, the Fair Credit Report Reporting Act. We'll go a little bit into that because uh, that way you start to clean up your, your credit, credit report and such. Okay? Because usually they'll ding you if you have it, and they don't have no... They have no jurisdiction or no authority to go into your report unless you give them the authority. So that's money that goes off the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is going to go get evidence. And once you get evidence, you want to do your research on the um, FDCPA, Fair Credit Reporting Act. Yeah, no, that's a um, Fair Debt Collector Act. Okay. And... What we want to do is when they call you or they send you a letter, okay, we want to be sending them a validation and verification letter, okay? Very important that we send them a very validation verification letter. Do you do we have that already on the on the case of how to do your letters? Do we go through it? Uh, you guys, by the way, hit star six on your phone to mute out so we don't get that annoying background noise. Okay, so what was your question? Do we Are have we? that uh, in our, uh, how we do it, or should we just go a quick overview on it? Of which? And then how to uh, gather your evidence and such, and then uh, the letter. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, go ahead and go over that. Okay. Well, first we're going to have <clears throat> as best evidence we can gather. Okay. Some of the people just do a video off their. Um, some of the people do a video with their iPhone, and they show how many times this call has come through here, or you they use their credit bill. All right. If they've been calling, and if um, uh, some of them have, uh, what would you say? They throw throw recorder. Sometimes you have a recorder that you can get off of the computer, and it's getting down to where you can uh, send your um, your 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 messages down to your email. Some of those have it, some don't. Okay, so you can look it up and see how you grab your evidence. Okay, 
So we got your letter. <clears throat> if they send you a letter, send the verification and validation letter as soon as possible. Don't forget, because then, then you want to, um, then you want, uh, um, it, you want to protect yourself from that because that, what happens there, it, it stops them from calling you. It, stop, it should stop them from calling you, dinging you on your credit, or sending you a summons. Okay, because that starts the negotiations, and you can go into your uh, your credit report. If they ding you already, you can go make a letter out and tell them, hey, we're in negotiations for this account. All right, and that's uh, that's with the fair uh, with the credit report uh, bureaus. Okay, put the thing like that. So we got the letter going out. We default them whether it be uh, 10 days or 30 days. Usually I'll give them 30 days just to uh, have them play around with it. And so we have phone calls also. So those are the two that we can get them off the FDCPA. Right? And from there we go to writing them um, a letter of intent to sue. All right? So you open up negotiations with your letter of intent to sue. Now it's a very simple letter. Okay? There's only three. Uh, three uh, elements in there uh, um, that are unique. Those are, um, you may be, very important that you may put in the letter that you may be in violation of FDCPA or Fair Credit Reporting Act. Okay? Never accuse them. Always have may in there because you don't want to be, uh, you don't, you don't want to sound like you're blackmailing them or extortioning. Okay. And the second letter is you say uh, enclosed are your evidence, such and such calls, such and such the way you put it in there, how many date and times if you want to put that in there. Or they can go through it themselves, okay? And the third is that you want to open up uh, communication and or negotiation into the letter. Okay, that's your intent to sue. Those three elements is all you need. Alright? And obviously, um, the way I do my letters, I always put the certified mailing number on top of the header, so it's all on all each page that, that comes out to it. And obviously the account number, uh, name and address of them, and yours. Because sometimes you get into a lot of paperwork, okay? And once you're getting all this paperwork, you want to be well organized, okay? So that goes into your Manila folder, okay? The oldest on the bottom, and it goes up. As you get these papers, you start putting them up on top. So it should be like a book that you can read backwards, right? And also your legal pad. So you log in how many times you've worked on this case, okay? Because sometimes um, you want to be, uh, all the time you want to be the plaintiff. Being the plaintiff, you can bring these logs in, these diary that you put in there, I'll have times in there, and you can ask the judge, judge, I put this amount of time, here's my diary. As a plaintiff, I would like to be compensated, and I leave the court and, and their authority to put a, a dollar amount to it. Okay, so you can, you can put whatever you want on that. Okay, so you leave the court and put whatever dollar amount they could possibly put on that, okay? And uh, 
that's where you go into countersuit if you have to go into court. Okay. So let's go back where you don't want to go into into court. Okay. You want the negotiation to come in. And what we've been having problems. Okay. We've been having problems because these guys do not want their names on anything. All these banks are now hiding from each other or hiding from us because it used to be that you can have an agent. Well, you need an agent for every corporation. So I, I can't even find the agent that I read anymore. And you have uh, Menta, Menta, M-E-N-T-A dot com. That was kind of like a small business organization you can go into and find the corporation. So now you have to go into Delaware. Most of these banks are in Delaware. And go to um, Secretary of State under the corporation and look it up there. And you might need to even call it up the Secretary of State. Okay, so we're having problems trying to find these guys and who we need to serve this uh, letter of intent to. Okay, we usually will uh, do that to the agent of that corporation. Okay, and he's supposed to send it up to the corporation on that, or send it up up the ladder on that. Okay, so we come down to if we open up the uh, our negotiation. Most of the time, if you're not ready for your auditories, what we're going to do is you usually do it by letter. You can also do it by email once you find their email because they're doing they're getting hard to find the emails, even the addresses, even phone numbers trying to get to them. Okay, so they're they're hiding themselves pretty good now. Okay, so that's what we want to open up. And if you're not ready for the auditories and if you haven't done the auditories, just do it by email and it, it'll be it'll be faster from there. Okay. And that's basically it. I want to take you from that so we can say that's from A to B. A to B. Okay, because then we'll uh, we'll cover the negotiations. What you're gonna, how you're gonna talk to them, how you're going to um, express yourself. Because sometimes people, go, uh, 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 uh. so you're gonna have like a little call sheet. Okay, make your call sheet from there. If you need to do it by phone, and we'll, and that that helps you out a lot. But most of the time, the email they should give you some kind of response from an email. And that's where we're going from. Okay, so for today, that was part of the um, part of the overview where we're at. Okay, trying to get them to negotiate with us, so we have a strong sense. Your evidence being strong in uh, audios and video. If you have videos in there, you can make them MP3s or MP3s or audio, which would be you know, MP3s, and then you can MP MPEG MP4s as for video. And you can make a disk, and you put it in with your uh, with your letter of intent to sue. Okay. And what else do we want to cover? Okay. Now we come down to bank. Okay. Fair Credit Reporting Act. See how I left a blank for you there, Todd? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank. You. All right. Okay, Fair Credit Reporting Act. These people cannot ding you for any reason if, as long as you guys send a letter of validation and verification. Okay? And if you see that they ding them, ding you, and you need that, uh, that you can need to clean that reporting act, 
Okay. Uh, you need to claim your, uh, your your credit report. Just send them a letter. Send them your evidence that that well, that would belong to your green card. Every your letter of validation that you have sent to them. And the green card sometimes aren't, you haven't gotten your green card back. And that's your certified mailing that I'm talking about, okay? Not the other one, immigration one. Okay, so the green card, but your receipt, they always have a green and white receipt to show where it goes. So you can, you can make a copy of that and send it out with your validation letter to your credit report. Um, Experian is the one that most people, most, um, most, uh, most people look at, whether you're buying a car, or a house. Experian is the one. TransUnion is okay. So you can start with Experian first and then knock out. You knock out Experian, you pretty much have all the rest of them. So get the Experian one first. Then once you, once you get it off your record, okay, the rest of them will follow. And if they don't, you can go send them the same letter over to the other two. I got TransUnion and then the Experian and um, what was the other one? Got that one because I usually don't get to that point. Okay. Um, everything in the Fair Credit Reporting Act, anything that you didn't authorize, that's money. That's a violation of the Fair Credit Reporting Act. And you would send a letter of intent to sue. No, well, you wouldn't send a letter of intent to sue. You would want to uh, send it to Experian and tell and show them evidence that you're in. You're in negotiations with that account, okay? Since you have a validation letter, you're in negotiations in that point. So you can you can get that one going, okay? And one of the parts that we get for the Fair Credit Reporting Act, there's a lot of lawyers that go into your credit report and they don't have no authority that you have given them that they let you, uh, they let and you let them in. So they just go in there and check your uh, check your credit report. Okay, you can actually get money from that one too. Okay, um, you can send them a letter, kind of like an intent to sue. And you, I've seen people with five to ten people in there, and I go, I didn't authorize this. I didn't authorize Walmart to go into my credit report and check it out. Okay, so you can do that one. For yourself, or, or make some money off of that. Every every fair credit report. So we're going to do more of the fair credit reporting act later on, and get another call in so we go into more detail. Okay. So we'll dedicate a whole call to that, and we'll go over the whole yes, act. Yeah, we're going to go over that DCPA also. When we page go by over page. the FDCPA, Okay, yes, I know. You you would have violations on there, but the very main violation is that these guys are not the creditors. I tell people every one of these um these letters and calls and stuff are violating they're misrepresenting themselves in the in this account. Okay? You're the creditor, always remember that. And that's what that's the attitude I want you to have from now on on that. Okay, so uh, there's some there's some exercises. I guess one exercise that we put in there uh, to help you boost self confidence and such things. You can use that uh, self confidence and what else? You can actually do for self confidence, super energy, and such things like that. 
Okay, so that's in um, that's in the archives, the audio archives that was then tagged it. So he has um dum 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 and with titles and such and really neat. All broken up. You don't have to go through three hours of calls and you're there sleeping and you gotta go to sleep with them on there. <laughs> so that's where we're at. Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything there? Um, <clears throat> no, just no, just continue. Oh well, well, that's basically it with the uh, uh, Fair Credit Reporting Act, okay? Because anybody oh, okay. who's touched your report is uh, pretty much violating. I'm pretty sure that you didn't give them any, um, unless you went to the car dealer and asked them, "Hey, I want to, um, you know, right. see if I can buy this." And they, uh, gave them. Ted, this is John. I have a question. Well, hold, yeah, if you could hit star eight, so we can Thank put you. you in the queue. So when Charlie's done with his monologue, uh, then we can call on you. Thank you. Okay. Well, so we're almost we're, we're done basically, right? I'm, I don't think we're losing anything. I mean, short and sweet overview. So when people go in there and they see the overview of what they're getting into, big picture, small detail. So we bounce off of detailing and big picture. Okay, that's a little little uh, little technique. Okay, so if you're bogged down by the detailing, go back to the big picture that you hold. Okay, and if you're bogged down by the big picture, it's too immense. Go back into the, your detailing. Okay? So you're bouncing back and forth, and, help, and if you ever get then get bogged down in any of this in these cases. And it's just a business technique. That's a business technique. Okay, so you send them this letter. You may be in violation of these different acts. You look up their address and all that. You do all that, and then you mail it off. And then what? Okay, you mail off the thing. Uh -huh. You mail off the... Your, your notice of intent what? to sue. What you want to do is open communication with the right person, usually the lawyer, okay, who's holding that that account. So that's what's what's having we're having problems with that I've noticed is that these guys are really really um, hiding themselves way behind the corporation. All right, they're not giving out phone numbers, they're not giving addresses, no no um, no corporate agent. Okay, so you're gonna to have to do some real digging on that. And find that right person that's going to take care of that account. Okay, that's where we're, uh, we're we're to the point there. Then we'll talk about the next phase. Okay. And when we did our due diligence and tried to get to you know to open communications, you want to open communications with them, even if it's just by email, right? So that's where we're at. Okay. And what if you have to take it to court? That's another. That's another talk. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. That's when you want to. That's when you want to be serious with them. That's why how you know you're serious with them. Okay. So right okay. now we want to be able to open up communications and find that and be able to be able to cut this out without no no court case. Okay. okay. So you open up the communications. Make, making negotiations in and out, and you show your evidence. 
and negotiate it out. Okay. Some people here are just uh, are able to negotiate out in less than 10 days, and uh, you got a check in less than 20. Okay. And we'll go from there. Okay. Negotiation. Do another one. How to speak to these? Once we get to the right person, that's what we're having problems right now. Is that they're hiding themselves way deep in there. Okay. And I'm gonna see if I can find them, and I'm gonna do some some searching now about how we can do the search. How do we search these guys out and see who has who has um, proper. Sometimes we're gonna have to go into SECs. SEC papers, they have um, they have some some SECs papers that we have they have to um, they have to do quarterly and find out who those names are because they're hiding a lot and they're double they're double incorporating and stuff like that. You'll find two or three two or three names of the same corporation on the um, you know Secretary of State and they should be picking that up because they're supposed to show. Separation and dis distinction. Okay, that's a good uh, that's a good business uh, idea to get down to. Separation and distinction is very important, you know. And if you're going to be a corporation and you have have yourself set up as an individual, always show separation and distinction in uh, in, in your business transaction. So you ready for some questions? I'm always ready for questions. Uh, okay, I think Richard has a question. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. Great. Uh, hi, Charlie. First of all, I wanted to hi. know... Uh, hi. Uh, do any types of debts fall outside the scope of the SCRA and FDCPA? Such as, in particular, mortgages. Uh, are there any types of debts that are not covered by Fair collection practice, uh, excuse me, fair credit reporting and fair debt collection practice. Good question. Um, the only one I see that um, if you do transactions internationally, like going into a different country, they have a whole different ballgame. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. I just, sorry, go ahead. Um, see what makes the United States so unique is that everything's prepaid and pre-taxed. Okay. Yeah. Business. Um, well, their business debt. Yes, you can do business debt too. Okay. But business debt is a whole different ballgame. All right. So I was specifically talking. About, I was specifically talking about mortgages. Well, mortgages? No, because they're all the same. Okay. Uh -huh. In the United. Everything is prepaid and everything is pre-taxed. Okay, off the signature of uh, off the signature you have. Okay, yeah. a full yeah. faith credit of the United States. This is what makes us so unique that we can be able to do our phone credit just by being born here. Yes. Okay. okay. Then to get down to particulars, um, I'd like to yeah. know about the. <clears throat> I, I know that there's a one-year limit on uh, FTCPA, um, and you and I talked about this on chat a few times or back and forth, um, that if there's fraud involved, then that keeps it alive. If they're continuing to profit by their fraud, 
Mm-hmm. I understand that. Uh, when you, yeah, when you discover the fraud, okay, you're doing a mortgage, right? Where were you? We're, uh, we're looking at Durham. He has very good affidavit, the affidavit of truth. Okay. Yeah. With that affidavit, that affidavit is so strong, and what he did was very. Uh, what he's doing there, he is defaulting the original lender. Okay. Yes. Once he yes. defaults the original lender as being so-called alleged first position, right? Anybody else who comes from then on is in fraud. Okay. Right. You're time stamping. Time and space, okay. With that affidavit, that's why it's so strong. With that time, yep. uh, with that, um, with that affidavit, you're time stamping it and saying anybody after I defaulted the original lender, everybody else is in fraud. Okay. Yeah, the way he puts it is they're driving a stolen car. Pardon me. How about the so the way car? the way Dan puts it is that they are driving a stolen car. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Especially when so, so then, so then, it really doesn't matter that these numerous, um, you know, demands for verification of the mortgage and all this that I sent first to Countrywide, and then when it was bought by Bank of America, I sent it over to them also, and of course they ignored them, sold the house and all that. But what I understand you to be saying is these are all totally alive. All I need to do is just go in and do Dan's process and let the chips fall where they are. You're going to time to stamp the fraud. Hold on here. Let me uh, go ahead and, and speak for a little while. I'm going to see here. We got the latest and greatest right now about Bank of America, countrywide. They've got caught with fraud. That's a time stamp right there you can use. Okay? Huh? And this is why all these. I'm looking for um, Bank of America caught in fraud. They actually use the word fraud. Who's they? And that's what makes it. Um, I'm going to see right now. We're going to find the they. They always talk about they, and nobody knows who they are. say I'm, yeah. I'm was very embarrassed to go back through Dan's October 23rd call because it, you know, I know you directed me to that. You should make sure you hear that. It's very important and all that. And mm-hmm. probably the most important stuff in there, he was saying to me, I was on that call asking <laughs> questions. I went, oh my God, I lost track of all that. <laughs> happened to be at a very particular stressful time in my life and all that, all my excuses. But the fact is, it's four months later and I've done nothing with it. Well, a little bit, but, but I don't know. There you go. I went, okay. I went wait, oh. this sounds very familiar. I can't find that uh, that newsletter. Okay. When I 
shows countrywide and they use a letter they use a name fraud big time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that opens up a whole ball, whole lot of ball games. Whole new ball game. That is why these guys are so scared and they're they're hiding themselves behind corporations and such things and they're closing up businesses and stuff like that and they're hiding their agencies and such. Okay. Well, how do you you said this is what in a newsletter? It's like Neil Garfield or something? going with that was to ask whether um, how useful that is, how, you know, is that admissible in court, or what's the what's the point of oh. a newsletter talking Bank- about it? <laughs> okay, Bank of America ordered to pay $1.27 billion, and, but I don't have that right now. I, I'm just okay. uh, here, Bank of America. Let's see if I got that one. That was in February 26th, so around February 26th, I got that one. The Bank of America. And they got caught with fraud. Necessary. And Gee, Charlie, can't you, find anything, can't you find anything more recent? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Come on, let's get some new stuff. Yeah, I get some new stuff. Well, when they say the word fraud, so we gotta see, okay, is this a newsletter that the the that the reporter's saying it, or is it in the in the legal in the legal yeah world, um, yeah court, very important. Legal court. <laughs> but that, a lot that, of people that, throw that, that a, lot of, a lot of people throw that so, word um, around. I'm like, <laughs> yes, it, yes, it is. But when it's Coming out of uh, I forget where it comes from. I can't even get nothing here. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, well it must have been pretty darn serious. <laughs> Excuse me, serious for them to have that sort of a fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, that's a huge. Look, number. let me. The ordered. Let me do a Google, Google, Google on uh, Google stuff. Do the Google thing and see if it comes out. Bank of America ordered. Let's see what we can get here. Yeah, that was a big, big thing. Um, one, here's Bank of America ordered to be paid a million. Uh, Bank of America ordered to pay Tampa Valley one million. Here it is. Here it is. Um, here, Reuters. Does that help you out, Reuters? Reuters. America ordered to pay 1.7, 1.27 billion for hustle fraud. Okay, that's so very, uh, that's very credible. Reuters okay. is a very so old, very credible news service. Well, yes. Well, Reuters, everything goes through Reuters. Okay, that's their little filter that goes all over the world. Yeah, and they bring it in. They bring all the news in, and it's all filtered through Reuters. Be able to leave that out. U.S. Um, District Judge. Jed uh, Radkoff in Manhattan ruled after a jury last October found 
the second largest U.S. bank liable for the sale of countrywide of defective loans to government-controlled mortgage um, companies, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, right there. And that one wow. is that one. That one comes in July 30th, 1940, 19, uh, 2014. No, it's not. <laughs> That's six months. Those seven months. Okay, that came out. Right. So we would have to look for that. And you can look it up if you see Bank of America 1.27, or um, Bank of America ordered to pay 1.27 billion for hustle fraud. Uh-huh. Okay, so we'd have to look for that one, uh, you know, and then you can put that one in, put that case in, okay, in reference yeah. to. Okay. And then you can say, and if it's in the court, if it's in the court uh, papers. If they, you can quote them as having this fraud. Boom, right there. Okay, because it's not coming from you; it's coming from a court case. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Any more? Kelly, yeah. more you questions know, we're, we're for good. Richard? No, we're good right now. You know, okay. Other people probably have questions. I mean, think they do. Yeah. <laughs> you sound better. You sound better than the last time. You know. When you when I heard you talk last time, yeah, I feel a lot better. I'm feeling a, a great weight lifted because I have uh, you know really felt that I damaged my family members, two family members who were you know really emotionally and financially hurt by this thing, and feel that there's a real remedy is uh, you know it's going to take some work, but that's fine. You know, uh, exactly. It's, uh, so that's very very encouraging. That's one of the four pillars, remember? And persistence, okay? Mm-hmm. Persistence. Sometimes you got to let it go for a little while and then come back to it. Right, okay? right, right. So right. Thank work, you. you can work on that and see how that works for you, okay? Good, but tell There's me this. I don't, know, I don't know what the four pillars are. That's, it, it's at oh. the website, youhavetheright.com, if you go log in. That was one of our first conference calls, and you can just, it, it's one of the categories. You can hear the uh, call that he had on that. Perfect. Thanks. That's a Charlie call? Yep. Perfect. Thank you both very much. You bet. All right, John, you're up next. Oh, thank you. I just want just wanted to uh, thank Charlie for coming on and giving this information. It's pretty, pretty exciting stuff. Uh, uh, Charlie, by the way, I just sent uh, Tad an, a, uh, an address on the website uh, on the Internet that uh, a former countrywide executive just got a $57 million bonus for uh, blowing the whistle on Bank of America, who was re- uh, required well, to pay... Oh, you got a name? Yes, his name is, is Ed O'Donnell. He was uh, uh, pay, giving the scoop on B of A, and uh, they were required to pay $16.65 million dollars uh, this was just updated. It looks like today at 4:59 p.m. 16 and billion. Billion. 16.65 billion dollar penalty. B of A was required to pay last uh, July, I think it was. I see this, but okay. it does. I don't yeah. see any reference to fraud in here, and I don't have the name of the case. But we, with a little digging, we should be able to find it. My question, Charlie, is regarding uh, if you've been ever uh, able to challenge any IRS agent with a real or phony name 
on the FDCPA and fair credit reporting? The fair credit reporting? No, I haven't, okay? With my taxes, uh, they're always trying to get me to contract with them, and I always uh, offer myself um, my availability. If I can find the contract, I will be willing to perform. Remember the four things, the five things you need for a contract, offer, acceptance, consideration, performance, Get the last one. Get Disclosure? Um, no, no. Get the other one. Um, but most, that's the four of them that I remember. That was hot. There's one more, but that's the one. Uh, well, we did consideration, yeah. We did consideration. And that one's kind of like a consideration. I can't remember the right name right now. Okay. Or the right phrasing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what, uh, what about a state agency? Um, are you in California? Um, I'm often back and forth from California, Arizona. Okay. California, what about the California Franchise Tax Board? Have you ever tried that uh, FDCPA and Fair Credit Reporting information on them? No, I haven't done it with taxes, okay? Because okay. they're trying, uh, you know, it works better for non secured loans. And it looks like for state, you know, for mortgages, we can use it also. But I haven't tried it with taxes. Okay. Okay. Uh, taxes is a whole different ball game. All right. And that you need some highly, highly advanced technique. Okay. Well, I do appreciate your information. Thank you very much. I don't want to get you in trouble. The taxes are very different from what you what we're doing here. Okay. But, um, maybe it would. But uh, I haven't done it. Okay. Uh, if you have uh, a strategy that you would consider it, bounce it off of us and see what we think. You know, and we can check it out. I appreciate okay. that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sure, no problem. So, you guys, if you have any questions for Charlie, star six on your phone. Uh, star eight on your phone. I'm sorry. Star eight. To raise your hand, star eight, if you have a question. I think Richard has another question. Richard, I have the yeah, digital hand. Digital hand, that's right. So do you have another question? Hmm. I guess not. Uh, okay. Um, does anybody have questions yeah, no. for Charlie? Hold on. There we go. Uh, somebody from hey, Texas can you has hear a me? question. Tech? All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Me? Uh, yes. Oh, can oh. you hear me now? Hello. Can oh, you hear there me? we go. Okay, the one speaking from Texas. Go ahead. I'm hey, sorry. First. I had it muted. <laughs> uh, hi, Charlie. This is Margie. Hi. How are you doing? We've been communicating. Good. Um, I wanted to ask, um, at this point, um, if you remember, we've sent letters mm-hmm. with, of the intent to sue, and I still haven't heard anything back. From, I know. So, uh, I had the little talk that we were having problems Getting people, getting to the people on that, uh, getting it to yeah. the people there. 
and they're hiding who's a, who's a CEO, who's a, a CFO. So we're going to have to do some heavy-duty um, heavy duty research just to get the names and addresses and phone numbers, you know, and emails. Okay? And I'm probably going to ask him off the FCC. Off the FCC. They cannot, they cannot deny that one. Okay? Okay. Okay? So that's, that's highly technical there. Okay? And what mm -hmm. you're looking for is in the FCC um, website. And that goes into um, Wall Street. But once we do it, they've been trying to block everything we, we try to do. So you see right now that you can't even get a phone number from them or an email. Right. So oh. that's the problem. Of finding the right address, finding the right person to to put it into. Like uh, I was going to give you that one, okay? If you find uh, the corporation CEO, because I, I am a CEO too, you find the corporation's name, okay? The name helps a lot, the CEO. And if you're really ballsy, you can send a, send a letter and tend to sue to the wife, okay? That's, that's a little bit different. And they do it personally because there is one, um, there is a, let me see on for a minute. Let me look at the FECPA. Uh, great case law citation. Do we have that paperwork on that? Okay, that's um, not individuals who control. This one's... Um, Alazinski versus Rubin and Debski, PA. Uh, that was uh, May 7, 2010. The court denied a motion to dismiss because individuals who control and direct the practices of a collection firm can be personally liable, even if they act under the auspice of a corporate entity. Okay, that's one of the big cases here. In addition, Wait, where is that? Liable as persons who directly or indirectly collect or attempt to collect the debt. Okay? You're reading indirectly that. and indirectly or directly. Where are you reading Did that we from? Put out, we put those citations up there, Ed? I don't on, recall. I can check yeah, right now. Which I, there we go. I don't recall is one of the mantras. I don't recall. We'll have to look at that. <laughs> don't recall. One of your letters. I don't have recall. There you go. Legal term, a recall. Okay? All right. Okay. Where are we at now? So, wait a minute. Uh, you asked me a question. Do we have what up where? The the case he was just reading. You were reading that from the FDCPA. Uh no no no. This is uh FDCPA case law citations. I forget where I got. Yes, that's in the member section. The general okay, member, member section. section. The case law citations you can use. Okay. Uh, private. Oh yeah. Look, private guaranteed student loan debt collectors are subject to the FDCPA. Good, huh? So that's a government issue. If you have student loans, uh, you know, you know, you know the re the reasons why uh, Gaddafi got hit, or you know, he supposedly allegedly got 
uh, um, died. Okay, because I don't, I don't, I don't pass any of this stuff. That he was giving out. If you want to get married, you got fifty thousand dollars and forty. If you want to be a farmer, you got forty acres, and you got and you got. Um, if you want to go to education, you got all that paid for fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, all that paid for. This is the way. This is why it. it it's you know, student loans should not be paid for. It should be free. To me, that, that um, you're adding value to the society when you have a student educated, right? And that, to me, is uh, uh, that should add value to, um, you know, it should. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, a student loan, uh, a student loan with all these <laughs> doctors coming in at three hundred, four hundred fifty thousand of debt. Okay, and they have to work their butt off just just to relax. If you ever if you ever own a house, the very best the the first day that you don't have to pay a mortgage, oh, that feels so good. And that's why it should be. There you go. That's my rant for today. Okay, so did we address your question? Yeah, <laughs> did we address your question? <laughs> No, I, I I'm still not rant. finding it. <laughs> I'm not finding. Um, uh, uh, it's documents under documents under my. Is it under my name there? Is it under? It's 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 um it's in the member section, not not the coaching section, but the member section, the monthly membership. Then I'm on the index page. Is there? Okay, underneath Charlie, it should say downloads. Uh huh. That's it? Okay. And then go to downloads, and then it should be, I don't think it's under evidence. I think it's under something else. Okay. Yeah, it should be documents, yeah, to study, or documents or something like that. Fair debt And you have at least practices. 20 of them. Okay, it's uh, 18 pages just of a uh, site. It says Fair Debt Collection Practices or the the Great FDCPA Case Law Citations. Yeah, and fair credit reporting. Okay. Well, that's that's the as you know that's the point where I am. I started. That's that's, that's Tad's questions. Tad questions. What? Uh, where were the uh, the case law citations? Yeah. It's in the it's in the downloads of the uh, member section. You have the right dot com. Hold on, let me log in and I'll show you. Okay, so click under Charlie's name, go to Document Downloads, and you Mm -hmm. have three downloads to choose from. The top one is the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, FDCPA. The second one is the Great FDCPA Case Law Citations. And that's the one you want. Okay. You should have Fair Credit Reporting Act, right? And then the Fair Credit Reporting Act after that. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. 
Richard, we'll get to you uh, in just a little bit. Let's go to Freddie 737. So go ahead. Hey, Pat. It's Fred. We talked a couple nights ago. Hey, Hey. Fred. Hey. I just had a question. I was uh, listening to Paul. Uh, In Nevada, I researched it, and there's a four-year statute of limitations on, uh, you know, bad debt. And so it's got a, a debt that's you know, four and a half, five years old that an attorney sent a letter on from a Chase credit card or something from way back when. And so I just wondered, is uh, this a process for that? Well, if you have a statute of limitation, is it an unsecured loan? It's an unsecured loan. Okay, you can look it up. Um, I think you can look it up on Google it. Google it. Google it. going to be your thing right there. It has three or four years statute of yes. limitations, and you can write them back and tell them, look, uh, the statute of limitations has gone, run out on this. Um, you're, you're, you may be in violation of FDCPA, of misrepresenting yourself. Okay? So you're no, writing, that is why I don't give templates out, because if we give out templates, they're going to know who you guys are. After a while, oh yeah, this is this guy is doing it. These guys are doing it, so we're gonna we're gonna knock them out with this template that they're sending out. But if I get you guys to do your own templates or do your own paperwork and letters, it it, it strengthens you up, okay? It shores you up when you get into your auditories and you start um, start understanding your paperwork. All right? So it's it's a simple letter, but it if you write it the way you want to. You know, everybody's not going to be so uniform, so they won't be able to catch out, catch that, oh, yeah, somebody's writing this stuff out, okay? You can even handwrite it, handwrite it, and that assures that a human reads it out, okay? Takes care of it. If you want to handwrite it, if your penmanship ain't like mine, you can handwrite it. Or, yeah. That's one another question. question. That's another question. That, one other, sometimes one I go into tangents. You guys trigger off some stuff that I want you to know, and uh, mm-hmm. we go into tangents. Okay, Fred, what was your other question? The question. I'm going to give you. Mm-hmm. Someone, has, someone wrote business. Okay, someone wrote business debt, okay? Yes, you get in trouble with business debt. So I'm going to give you a little tactic, okay? A little tactic that um, to help you with business. Okay, most people commingle their business and their personal. Okay, so if you bought if you bought um, Cheerios or a glass of milk or a glass of milk, a gallon of milk with a business credit, okay, you can actually say that this was uh, this was commingled with your personal debt. Okay, and that throws it into something different. Okay, that's a little trick that goes from business credit. Usually that works if you're, uh, you know, a small mom and pop store. If you're a big corporation, you're going to have to do other tactics and such. Okay, usually I tell people go full C, that way you protect yourself. You can always dissolve the corporation, just a dummy, it's like bug the bunny. You can beat it up all all you want. You'll come back. 
Okay, peyote. Beat up that corporation all you want. That's what they're doing, actually. You know what I mean? The United States Corporation is beaten up, you know? All this debt, all this stuff, they, they think it's peyote. Every time it fails, but, you know, they're just sucking up the sucking up the money out of it. So, that's the thing. Okay, I think Fred had okay. another question. Charlie? Student loan related, um, I think I heard that this does work for student loan stuff. Uh, uh, there's that case law. I read that case law right now. Okay. I haven't had a case. I, don't, I haven't had a student loan. So uh, it looks like you can use the FDCPA when they go after you. Okay. Like I say, you live in the most wealthy, in the wealthy country of all, uh, of all the planet. Okay, or they can just with one signature you can write write out your whole your whole credit prepaid, pre-tax, everything. And if people understand that, they can go from there and write and live. You just like these guys that are running around with you know unanimous amount of money. They don't have to worry about money or anything like that. And they're doing whatever they want, going to going around the country or the world and having jet jet planes all over the place, but they do it right, okay? And maybe, just maybe we'll go into that once we get to a point where um, you guys get some, get, some, uh, get some wins here. Once you guys get some wins and you start understanding this, you start understanding how, how to make business credits work for you, okay? Thanks. All right, we got another question on the board. I think it's Richard. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes, go ahead. Good. I was muted last time and this time. <laughs> anyway, on my end, I was muted. Um, I, I just want to make a comment that, um, uh, about the man who was asking about FTB and taxes, etc. cetera. Um, I haven't used it, but I've heard a lot of... Uh, Praise for Dan Venom's material on that subject also. Not uh, not FTP in particular, but IRS. And my understanding is, you know... <clears throat> oh, yes, he does. The IRS, if, if you don't have a tax liability with the IRS, then the FTB and the state taxing authorities don't have anything to say to you. Mm -hmm. That's just... That's yeah, the like, Jerem, he he's done some good work. He's done, I, can't, I can't say nothing bad about him. Okay. Well, you don't have to. The only thing is, <laughs> when uh, uh, it's with Carl, Carl just uh, tries to muscle in. He's a big old biker guy. <laughs> when I hear him, yeah. I can hear him. I can see him yeah. court, muscling himself with a court case. He can probably take on 10, 10 of those sheriff deputies, you know? All right. But he uses physiology. Carl Lentz uses physiology in everything he does. When he goes into court, that's the physiology he uses. He goes in there and he takes over the court takes over the court, physically. Physiology. You're saying he takes it over physically? Yeah. I'm telling you, this is more advanced stuff that goes into corporate level, okay? Okay. I might you don't, mean, psych you don't mean psychology. You don't mean psychology. You mean his body. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay, let's do this. Okay. Let's do this. You see how these guys, okay, there's 
this because uh, I come from California. Um, I come from California, yeah, right. You know, I was born in Arizona. I love California. I'm just right there. Okay, so. Um, but actor, there's only like two, one or two percent actors. Like, let's say, um, uh, Brad Pitt, Anna Jolie. These guys are multi multi billionaires. Okay, you can say that. You can magnify that. Now, how much? And you have actors that are 99, 98% of the other rest are making a good living. They probably make mm, probably a million bucks a day, a million bucks, okay? A million bucks a year, okay? Yeah. That's pretty good. And then you got the rest that come in and they'll probably make fifty to 80000 okay? Those guys that are a million, like Brad Pitt and Andrew Jolie and all those top level, who's that one? Uh, they they use their energy to move into that film, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's all light. It's light. I'm just giving you some little techniques, okay? A little uh, yeah. little stuff to understand the physiology of it, okay? Yeah. From a from a billionaire to a millionaire to one that's making eighty thousand dollars, there are levels that understand how this works. Okay? Very good point. That Yes, it is. And these are CEOs. When you hear CEOs making $100 million a year, okay, they physically move their physiology into those those projects. Mm-hmm. Yes? It's kind of like projecting. If you've done martial arts, you project your energy into right. what you Spirit, want. Spirit, it's energy, yeah. I understand. Exactly. Energy, also also with your with every cell. When every cell is in unison, in your body, what is it? Ten billion cells are in use in one goal. Nothing can pass. Nothing can stop you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is high level of understanding of using your physiology. Okay, that's well, that's what makes the difference. Yeah, sure. All the way down. Yeah, I was just going to say, right? Carl. Carl really emphasizes that it's a way of life. <clears throat> you know. Yes, it is. He lives it in every cell of his body. He goes in, he just writes a couple sentences in there, and he just presents it to the judge. Okay? That's 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 what I would like to see from you. Okay? Not, that he always pre- not that he always prevails. I mean, you know that he got mm-hmm. kicked, kicked out of Canada, but I think what you're saying is he, <laughs> never, moved, he never moves off his center. He's having a good exactly. time. He's having fun. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's doing, he's winning. Even when he's losing, he's winning. And that's what makes the difference for you guys that I haven't seen. I've I've known all the ones that for the last five years I've listened to, uh, you know, all the stuff that Angela has, all the other ones that have had come in and such. I listen to those things, you know, and they go, oh, man, the physiology, always the physiology, okay? That that works in everything you do, okay? How? How is this guy making a, a million dollars from a guy who's making thirty thousand? Right. right. Well, his energy to the goals he wants, and he's very focused. And speaking, he makes it. Speaking of Angelina Jolie, did you see her movie Unbroken? Unbroken, yes, yeah, I did. You saw it, okay? Yes, I did. did you by any chance see the? I think it was Tom Brokaw interview with her. And the, you know, the World War II veteran, the actual man. <clears throat> Did you see that? That was 
you know, on TV just no, before the movie no. came out. If you ever get a chance, my point is this: <clears throat> the the veteran, the, the the real guy, said mm-hmm. he could always tell. It might have been in the movie, but I don't think so. He said you could mm-hmm. tell who was going to survive. Who was going to survive the plane going down? Who was going to survive the concentration camp, etc.? You could tell from his energy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's Pretty when good. you have determination that, that you're going to will it through. Yeah, persistence. And you've done it before. You've done it before. It's just that, you know, right here we're going to give you the, you know, we're going to give you the techniques and such things like that. And some people just need... Uh, um, affirmation because most people won't do it for themselves okay so I tell them use everything to your advantage and if you need something else do it for your family if you have to have somebody just think of it that way right you're not doing it for yourself and then eventually you'll do it for yourself because most people have been beaten down indoctrinated that you know you're being selfish okay well, even uh, even even Rocky and and so many others, you know, they get knocked down, bloodied, etc., and that makes the final victory even sweeter. Exactly. If you ever want to know how how the United States works, watch all the Rocky movies. Okay? <laughs> consider Rocky. Yes, it is. I tell people, you, the Hollywood there is always giving you information. Okay, mm-hmm. they're they're indoctrinating you, or they're releasing. Or they're releasing uh, information that's coming up. Okay, they're programming you. This is right. why these guys. There's no other Hollywood. This is why the movies coming from Hollywood are better than any other ones coming out of any other country because they understand this physiology that goes into um, into um, indoctrinating people and programming people. It's, star it's, power. It's t- well, it's not star power. Yeah, because if you if you hang out with these guys, you know they look like little kids, all right? <laughs> in the butt. They are, they are. You know, they're uh, insecure. But once you, the one, you, some of them have handlers. If you understand what I'm trying to say, yeah. And they know what to say, and they trigger them, and they're in that zone, and they're doing their, they're doing their, they're doing their lines, they're doing their acting. They switch on. The switch on, exactly. Other than that, they're like little kids, okay? Uh-huh. Very insecure people. I've hang around with them, so. Some are good, some are cool, you know? Some some do this, some do that, you know? So there's some people that do like this. All right. So Charlie, it's been right. great. I'll, I'll listen to the rest of the recording. I have to get off now to go to a meeting, but I'm deeply grateful to both of you. Tad, you know, heroic effort over all the years you keep this going, and that's uh-huh. probably all this training. So thank you both. I will sign off for now. I hope uh, my two friends that I've invited to the call, well, I know one of them's on. I hope Michelle's on also, and, and they'll be enjoying it. Mm-hmm. If somebody's not, then they can get it from the recording later on. I all hope right, every time we call, please think for yourself. All right. Good night. At least a new, idea, a new way of thinking. Or just, oh, man, that's right. Or acknowledgement. And be able to do certain. Yeah, I know how to do that. And, and you use it. Boom. Okay. All right. So, Charlie, you ready to wrap it up? Good enough. We're just okay. practically a little over an hour. So, you guys. An hour and three minutes. You guys, Charlie does offer one on one coaching. 
at youhavetheright.com. Um, I don't have a public link to it yet, but uh, if you can contact me, if you're interested in his coaching, you can contact me uh, through the website. Um, if you're a member, then you already know how to get a hold of me. So these calls and other calls will be uh, archived and indexed at the website. They'll be uh, edited by subject to make things a little quicker for you. So, All right. So, um, again, that's youhavetheright.com. And, Charlie, thank you very much for working with us tonight. So I think we're going to wrap it up. Okay. All right, you guys. Uh, Good night, and we'll uh, chat with you soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.